0: Our Father and our God, we do thank you that you have given us this moment. Let your word speak to the real us. (laughs) Let your word speak to the real us. Strengthen us as only you can by your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Okay. Divorce. Divorce. Many of us in some way have been impacted by divorce. I know at one point in our Bridge Church history, as many as a third of our community had been impacted by divorce because they had been divorced and remarried. So I know when I say the word divorce, y'all know what I'm talking about. Cancel culture. Friendship, betrayal, mediocrity, emotional affairs, called-off engagements, estranged family members, rebellious kiddos, rebellious children. Abandoned New Year's resolutions, obesity, can't keep a job, substance abuse, addiction, businesses going out of business, churches shutting their doors. Do you know what they all have in common? Do you know what they all have? in common they have in common uh, our title for today commitment issues commitment issues help me preach this thing put it in the chat room if you're sitting beside somebody just say commitment issues let's 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 talk today let's get with the mind of god today around commitment commitment issues on this valentine's day you know you probably read or heard the various stats that say by the time by this time of the year when a new year's resolution has been said it's already been broken you probably heard that We, we 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 know that i want to tell you about commitment issues oh my goodness Commitment issues. I, I've seen two or three. I need to get a few more people in there just to say commitment issues in the chat room. Commitment issues. Yep. thank you there, Fauna. I just need one more. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Dancer. Commitment issues. As I was reading that list, I don't know how familiar you are with all of those different things, but there is a component. There is a component to that list where we have to deal with it and it comes down to commitment not totally but in large part comes down to commitment and we live in a I don't I don't know what it what it is let let me let me let me share it like this I know for me getting to serve our church as pastor I, I see loyal people just loyal I mean, if they say they're going to do something, they're going to do it. it, it so, so, so it's a blessing. So the, the, there's that reality that exists in our church. But then, of course, now that's not speaking for the entire Bridge Church, but your, but, but your certain group of folks, if they say this, they have a commitment. We have been through three different iterations of this church in Jesus' name. Those people are like, God didn't tell me to go to where I'm sticking, right there. So you look at these moments where you see people that don't have commitment issues, right? But then you look at the greater context of our world. You look at the greater context of our nation. And then when you get even more micro and you even start looking at some relationships, you really, you you can't not see commitment issues. You, you, You can't not see them. I mean, one of the best things about commitment is when we have a commitment, that commitment shapes us. Oh, who are you going to be? Tell me about your commitments. One of the questions I've been asking maybe 17 years now to all different various formats and groups of people is, who are you becoming? And then when we answer that question, we take out a sheet and we say, let me see your commitments because those commitments tell us who we are becoming. I don't have to have a question about who I'm becoming cuz all I have to do is look at my commitments because those commitments they they shape me. But there is this lie from the pit of hell that says remove commitment Get rid of commitment to your spouse. Get rid of commitment to whatever financial obligation you have. Get rid of commitment to your kids. Get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it. Just be you. Because commitment sometimes is hard. Commitment is costly. So there's this lie that goes around and say, oh, I don't want to be committed anymore. I don't want I don't, I to don't be committed. And in so doing, we forfeit spiritual formation. I gotta be a Jesus follower. I can't quit the Lord. But in, now I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. I mean, I know I'm preaching, but I'm not talking to you about something I read in a book. I'm t- talking to you about something also. That I have experienced and have to deal with and will have to deal with for the rest of my life. But thank God that the word of God comes to renew my mind so that when the challenges come, I'm like, no, God, if you didn't say move from that commitment, I'm sticking on that thing until you say otherwise. I'm not gonna quit my marriage. I'm not gonna quit my kids. I'm not gonna quit this church. I'm not gonna quit anything you've entrusted into my hand because you have called me to be. The word I love is faithful, faithful, commitment, loyal, those kind of words. I just wanna be faithful. What they gonna say about you, Dennis, when you did? Well, they might say many things, but they gonna say he was faithful. But our culture, bad thinking, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I fudge on this commitment. It doesn't matter if I'm not wholehearted. It doesn't matter. Oh, this is happening and that is happening. Lies. Excuses. You know what? Let me tell you all something. (laughs) I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, Derek Dancer, this is so real. This is so real. <laughs> Let me tell you, in the, like the kind of the last, I don't know, maybe like 48 hours, in like, in, like the last 48 hours, why have, why have I heard from three different people about my weight? What is going on? What, what is going on? I might have to check my commitment or something. Um, Now, I I think I'm looking pretty good, looking pretty healthy. Now, my goal is to look like Derek Dancer. That's my goal. That's my goal. But one day I'm going to look just like Derek Dancer in Jesus' name. (laughs) But I have heard about my three comments about my weight. So, oh, I was watching the uh, live streaming and da, 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 da. And, you know, when, when, when when a pastor, a teacher, somebody who was praying for people, caring about people, hear that people are engaging in the message. You want to know, well, what is God speaking to you? And they're not talking about that. They're not talking about that. They're like, saying, oh, you're, I remember when I first met you, you were like this size. And now you're, you know, full. I tell you what, I'm going to have to check my commitment issues. But you guys know that they say that the camera adds 10 or 15 pounds or so, whatever. <laughs> but I have to check my I need to go and check my commitment because how random is that? Just I didn't ask anybody, but you want to comment about my weight. Lord, help us. <laughs> Might be the Lord nudging me. Check on you. <laughs> check on yourself. Anyway, anyway, commitment. So rather than, rather than deal with it and talk to God about like, okay, Lord, that's kind of random. Rather than do that, I could make the choice to not deal with it at all, to, to miss the gentle It might be something in there. Might not be. But the fact that I care enough to ask the Lord, is there something going on with my health and my body right now? That matters. And for you and me, for you, you have to ask the Lord. Look at your commitments and just ask him, am I fudging any of my commitments? Am I fudging any of my commitments? Have I backed away? We're going to talk about that because many of you know there's a, there's a spiritual connection to this. So a spiritual connection. We see it all throughout the scripture that the enemy is always looking to divide, to kill, steal, and destroy. He's always looking to thief. He's always looking to take and rob from relationship. So, you know, you, you, can, look at any, you can look at any story. I'm thinking right now of what? Adam and Eve, thinking of Adam and Eve and how the serpent came into the garden and is talking to Eve and his mission is to mess with the commitment between God and Eve. He just want to get in there. Some of us are facing that right now with our own kids, influences right now with our own kids, where there are individuals who are trying to take our kids away from the Commitment from the vision we have said this is how it's gonna be. So it's it's very real that the enemy is always after after commitment. Uh, well, Pastor, you know, we're not really doing much uh date nights, and we're not really doing, you know, our our family devotions, and we're we're not really doing, we're not really, you know, because of the pandemic and you know, the kids are on Zoom all the time and blah da, blah da, blah da, blah blah blah. You know, I love you. You got to stop. You got to stop. Dangerous. It's called a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. You look up one day, and then we're having conversations we don't and we should not be having. I don't. I, we, I. God loves you so much. This church loves you so much. Talk to the Lord about commitments. All these excuses. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. The scripture has a strengthening and an instruction for us. Check it out in Psalm 37, 1 through 7. Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit. Commit. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him. And he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light. Ooh, I know God is going to, ooh, we, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Somebody's receiving that. because, uh, Oh, man. Lord is going to, oh, man. Because the Lord is going to vindicate. I'm, I'm really receiving that for somebody right now, for, for us. And your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way. Over the man who carries out evil devices. Why you want to be jealous over somebody who is losing in their life? They don't show you that on Facebook, on Instagram, on social media. They don't show you about the divorce papers and all the hell and turmoil they're going through. Don't you be jealous of people because it seems like they're moving ahead in things that are important to you. Don't do that. It's a trick. The scripture gave us the solution. Commit your way to the Lord. Commit your way to the Lord. Lord, I want this stuff, but I want it your way. I don't want it any other way. I want it the way that you have for me. I don't, I want that, sure. Doesn't wrong with whatever that is, whatever that is. But God, I want it your way. I'm committing my way to you. I've committed this marriage to you. I've committed this church to you. I commit this body to you. I commit this sexuality to you. I commit it all to you because if I'm going to have it, I want it your way, Lord. I don't want it any other way. The Bible said like this, the blessing of the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow. It adds no sorrow. No sorrow. Oh, no sorrow. I don't want to say, I did it my way. This is not Burger King. I want to say, I committed my way to the Lord. Man, I didn't know how that was going to happen. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I just knew that I was supposed to trust the Lord. I knew I was supposed to do good. I knew I was supposed to live for him and that he would lead me. He would show me what his way was for me. So I have a story to tell, a story that inspires you to say, you don't have to compromise. But all around us, if we're not careful, we hear messages of non-commitment. Well, look at how that person got it. They don't love God. They don't treat people right. I'm using all nice words. I know how we really talk. I just don't talk like that on a Sunday morning. How we really say this stuff. I don't, I don't ever do that on a Sunday morning. Well, look at how they got it. Look at this. Look at this. And then something is happening on the inside of us. Where we're being, oh, you don't have to tend to your, you don't have to love your wife like that. You don't have to tend to your family like that. You don't have to be like that. You don't have to be like that. And before you know, you know, walk yourself out of a commitment the Lord is using to shape you, and make you look more like Jesus, that he was always intending to be your path to bless you uniquely. Because he knows how he made you. He knows how he shaped you. He knows, he knows, he knows how he made you. He knows what's best for you. You can trust him. You can trust him. He knows the way that I take the Bible said. He knows. He knows. He's shaping you so that by the time you step into some things, you ain't going to lose it later. You won't lose it later because he's shaped me. He's, he's given me a certain mind. So I'm not going to forfeit the goodness. I'm not going to forfeit it because I've gone through the fire and it's made me and I'm coming out like gold after I've walked through these fires. Commitment will bring fire. And if it's not, then I'm going to tell you something. You ain't committed. You're not committed. If it don't cost you, if you don't feel the burn, you ain't committed. You're not committed. If you don't, That thing don't rub up against you and make you challenge you, make you think differently, make you want to quit. You might not really be committed, not wholeheartedly. Is this good? Is this good? This is good. This is the kind of thing that help you you get what God has for you. (laughs) and not lose him in the process. (laughs) People be going for stuff, and then you look at me, it's like, man, that person used to, really? It seemed like they love God now. It's like, what happened? The things, the things, the things, the things. I I want the things. I'm going after the things. And let me just tell you this. God is not against us having things. I think I'm clear about that. God, God wants us to have things. He said it like this. He said, put me first. He said, put me first. Organize those things around me. Put me first. He said, I'll add stuff to you. Put me first. Put my interests first. Think about me, he says. Ooh, I love how he does because he just blows our mind with because it doesn't really make sense. I look at a lot of my uh, testimonies and victories in life and I say, I didn't have enough sense to ask God for X, Y, and Z. I'm not that smart. I wouldn't know how to do that. But just in putting him first, in putting him first, he's like, let me add stuff you didn't even know to ask for. You didn't seek it. It just kept coming to you. Why? Because you're seeking me first. And, and that has layers. That has layers too. Commitment has layers. It's not some like intellectual thing so much. You need your brain because we have to worship the Lord our God also with our mind. Yeah, sure. Sure. But, but, but this is about God. I'm in a dialogue with you because I am, I am looking to understand and I am looking to materialize the life of a, a genuine Jesus follower. I want Jesus to show up in my life. So I want to actually not just do the stuff you say. And Bridge Church is really, we got to really watch out for this because we got a lot of doers. We got doers here. Woo-wee. Do, 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 do. But when it comes to being like Mary of Bethany, where I'm just going to rest in God, and I'm going to say, on like a Valentine's Day, oh, Lord, I love you. Oh, Lord, I bless you. Lord, I won't ever forget what you did. Oh, God, I just thank you for who you are. Oh, Lord, I remember. I remember. I won't ever forget. That's relationship, relating with God. When you bring relating back into your doing, you're on track. But if you just somebody who be doing the right thing and you don't be dialoguing with God about, Lord, what's really your heart in this? And God, I, okay, God, I, I'm giving this uh, for me. It's so different times. I'll say, Lord, okay, I'm doing this. You let me do this. But, Lord, do you want more? Lord, I'll do anything for you. What? That's how we talk. That's how me and Lord talk. Lord, I, 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 okay, you said this, but do you want more? Because I want, I want to relate with God, a real relationship with him. So if you fall on the doing side and you don't take that Mary of Bethany side to just sit at the Lord's feet and just like, oh, Lord, you're the best. You're the best, Lord. You want to add that back in because why? Strengthens commitment. Rejoicing in the Lord. What does it do? It strengthens joy. This passage said it like this. Delight yourself. Delight yourself. Same same idea, just a slightly different wording. Delight. Delight. Commit your way. And some you you. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Let me talk to you about the unholy trinity. The world, the flesh, the devil. The unholy trinity, the world, of flesh, the devil. These are three factors that we always have to look out for, excuse me, um, that are pressuring, that will influence thought, that will jack with our commitment to God. We've committed our ways to God and we've said, God, I'm committing my way to you. If I'm going to have it, I want it your way. But there are three factors. Leave that up on the on the screen for me, because it's super important. We've laid this uh, groundwork before, meaning I've gotten a chance to share it with you directly. But you have to always factor these things in. If you're one of these like um, uh, people who likes to be very analytical, which many of us are, we love to be analytical. Then when we are thinking thoughts, we have to ask ourselves through this grid: How did I get this thought? How did I get this thought? Is this truly my thought? Or is this what culture says I should think? Is is this what a a satanic force or the devil says I should think? You have to go there so that you can discern and you can just, wait a minute. This part is, this part seemed right. What's this, all this pressure right here? Something about, okay, this thought right here. Okay. The frameworks, these great, we have to understand that the culture, the world, our flesh is always trying to disciple us. It's always trying to disciple us out of the commitment that we have made to God. It's always trying to disciple us out of committing our ways to the Lord. And we just have to know it point blank. And when you're discipling your kids, you're discipling other people, you have to equip them so that they know this is real. It's 24 7. Just turn on the news, turn on anything with media. And you'd be like, are they saying what? That don't make no sense. That is, that's certainly not a biblical worldview. That's not a biblical worldview. And so just equipping us to just, as we're looking at commitments and, wait, how did I get off? How did I? What did I do? When the scripture talks about the flesh. In the context of what we're talking about this morning, it deals with a carnality. It deals with a, a selfishness. You can be a Jesus follower, as we all know, because we go from immaturity to maturity. What did the Apostle Paul say? Holy Spirit through Apostle Paul said what? Well, when I was a child, I spoke like one. But when I grew up, what? I put away childish things. When I became mature or when I became a man, a lot of translations would say, intent and meaning is mature, I put away childish things. That's the reality we all go through. Um, we, we have a baby right now. As you know, it's the fifth one. And I know some of you are like, Lord, are they going to have some more kids? I know some. I know. We know you're thinking that we're there. <laughs> um, and watching the stages of maturation is, is precious. There are Uh, behaviors and ways of thought that are appropriate at certain levels in our walk with God. But then after a while, it's like the scripture would say. The scripture says, intent wise, grow up in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. How do you do that? Mine's got to be continually renewed. I can be a Jesus follower and have the worst thinking on the planet, which pretty much will negate an active, vibrant life with God. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again, I'm going to say it again, I'm going to say it again. I'm a genuine Jesus follower, but why do, do, do certain promises, why do certain things not show up in my life? Your mind ain't been changed yet. I can have placed faith in Jesus Christ and live like what the scripture would call the ungodly. Like Psalm 37 would say the wicked So, well, Pastor, well, how do you do that? Well, right now we're all having our minds be renewed by the Spirit of God. Stuff that we know-ish, and you know, we're we're talking about it and we're evaluating, we're looking at our lives, and this is. But most of the time, God gives us many ways, but you got to get in that word and get God's thoughts. So you can talk to him about it. You said it, do it this way. Ooh, Lord, I don't know. But Lord, I trust you. Not only are you good to me, but you're good for me. You're good for me. You make me a person I actually want to be around. <laughs> so I get in that word. I get his will. My mind gets renewed. And some people don't think you have to do this daily. I just would challenge any of you who think you don't need to do this daily. Now, there's multiple ways it looks. I'm not saying you have to open a physical paper Bible every single day, and, but you have to do that a, a lot. You do have to do that a lot. But I would challenge anybody who would say, oh, I don't have to have my mind renewed every day. What, what kind of relationship with God is that? Do you know if you stepped into a marriage relationship and you said, okay, I've dated you. I've put up this show so that I could get you. And then I put this ring on your finger, and deuces, I'm done. No more growth from me. Everything was just about getting you. Everything was just about getting that ring on your finger so that then I could just coast the rest of the way. I'm not going to work on myself. It is what it is. This is how God has made me. What? He'll be like, who wants to be in a relationship with you? in a seriously committed relationship with you. Now, God is good. He's not like us. He's like, he's patient toward us. He's long-suffering toward us. But I am just here serving you. When we commit our way to the Lord, it always means he is going to grow us. We are gonna look more like Jesus when we commit our way to the Lord. There's no question about it. And if we're not mindful of that, if we're not intentional about that, we could resist it. I'm not going to grow. I'm not going to change. This is how mom and daddy did it. Or this is how my great grandparents did it. Or this is how this political figure says, or this is what this, what? We get this stuff from the word. God, I want you to disciple me. I don't want the world, the flesh, and the devil to disciple me. (laughs) They are out for my, they are not out for my good. They are out for my harm. They are out for my destruction. Commitment. Commitment issues. God is committed to us, and He showed His commitment when Jesus went to the cross. When Jesus, for the joy set before Him, hung there, took it. I know Pastor me and I were talking to Camille last night. We were in, taking some time in Isaiah 53 and how the scripture would say, Jesus didn't say nothing. When Jesus did say something, he said, forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. What? Jesus had a way that was committed to the Lord. We see the commitment of God through Jesus Christ in so many ways but there's one thing i have to highlight for us to further strengthen us about what the lord said he would do what the lord said not pastor dennis not some nah, nah, this person nah, no 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 what the lord said that he would do and in order to do that i want you to watch this video take a look at this video it's a little snowy in these parts I'm out of shape and have a lot of shoveling to do. Holy smokes. You're like, Pastor, what in the world was that video? I have no idea what it means. Why did you play it? You didn't set it up a certain way. Some of you are like, Pastor, we have seen that video. A few weeks now, we heard it already. Uh, Why are you saying it again? Because people hadn't heard it. They hadn't heard it. And it's key for what the Lord wants to do. One of the things that the Lord wants to do. So that video was sent in to me by one of our uh, faithful bridge fam. Um, They obviously experienced a lot of snow. What she didn't know, um, and for those of you who know Dusty, it was Dusty. Um, What Dusty didn't know was that the Lord had already put on my heart to talk to the Bridge Church about snow because, in my times with the Lord, um, He started talking to me about snow, and He—I had never had that experience with the Lord before. Like we've talked about many things, but snow has never been one of them. And I remember having a moment and sharing with my wife, me. I said, "Babe, the Lord keeps talking to me about snow. Like, so random. It wasn't, but to me, I was just thinking, snow. <laughs> okay, what's that about?" Since that moment happened. Um, and also, let me add to, because I know I have super logical thinkers. Um, it wasn't that I was anticipating the snow coming for the winter times. That's, that's normal. That's seasonal. That comes with the winter's, winter season. It was just truly one of those things where the Lord was repeating Himself to me snow, 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 okay. And we, several days of that, I said, okay, this is not random. This is not because we're about to see snow, et cetera. It's because you are communicating. Uh, with me, you want me to share a word that will strengthen not only myself but our church family. And out of Isaiah 55,10 and 11, we see one of the biblical meanings for snow. We see one of the biblical meanings for snow. without going super deep, I believe the Lord gave me this picture about snow and this scripture to encourage us that he is committed to us. He is committed to his word. Look at how he's telling us as the snow and the rain come down and do what they're supposed to do. That's just how committed I am. And we are not going to just go, okay, well, word went forth. No, we're going to see the fruit because the word has to be watered. And I believe this is a specific time, this year, where we're seeing God water, water everything that he has said to us. I just, I don't know about you. I don't know about how you process things. But I am gearing up for an incredible year in the Lord. And January was amazing. For, for, for many reasons and if you made certain choices, January was amazing. And it's got me to this place right now where you're like, oh, my goodness, pastor seems like he's on extra fire or something. It's the Lord. It's the Lord using the times, using certain decisions to say, get ready, get ready and tell my folks to get ready. If they've abandoned their hope in any way, remind them that I am committed to my word. Tell them to commit their way to me and let me lead them. And I am going to lead them. And guess what? Some of you don't like this word, but I'm going to use it because this is what the word says. It's going to be good. It's going to be prosperous. It's going to be successful. And we pray those kind of blessings for our church all the time. We have to know that as God works in our heart and our relationship is with him, he makes us trustworthy. We're not going to be afraid of the blessings of God. We're gonna commit our way to him and say, Lord, I'm gonna trust you and I'm gonna to continue to do good. You be faithful to your word as you promised to do and I'm gonna do my part with your spirit's help to keep my way committed to you. I want us to pray. There's so much we have to talk about, but this is a good stopping point. I want us to pray. Some of you are making a commitment to Jesus Uh, For the first time, you're like, okay, clicked, I get it. I'm going to follow Jesus. If you did that, if you've made that decision, I want you to text CELEBRATE to 66866. Text CELEBRATE to 66866 so that we can celebrate with you and help you out with some next steps. What kind of next steps, Pastor? Nothing weird, nothing weird at all. Just in the renewal of your mind, what we have talked about, where I believe in Jesus but I don't have the relational fruit that show it. That's not the, that's not the kind of uh, life in God you want. You want to actually enjoy fellowship with the Lord. And in large part, um, it's just, it's, it's simple. He says, you know what? Talk to me about my word. Let me change your thinking about life. Let me change your thinking about how you handle finances, everything. He just gets all in our world. And let me tell you, he makes it amazing He makes it amazing. Why? Because we're not looking over our shoulders and all this guilt and condemnation and shame. He removes so much from us, frees us up to enjoy His presence. For others of you, you're looking and you're saying, "I need to look at some commitments and have I gotten shabby in some things, or what's what's up with this? What excuses have I uh, allowed to stop me from being um, following through on the commitment that I have made to the Lord? What excuses?" I know for me, I, I do little exercises, so I just write them down. Okay, I am not going to use that excuse. That's the kind of thing I do that helps me, keeps me in check. I just, go, the Holy Spirit help me govern myself, spirit of self-control. Come on. What excuses am I using for this or that? Okay, oh, that's actually legitimate. That's not an excuse. Oh, that right there, that's an excuse. Lord, help me with that. That's just basically a veiled lie. Right? And so we are renewing commitment to God, and we're saying, Lord, help me to see and help me to know. Help me to enjoy you in such a way, in such a way where I'm able to not only personally benefit, but that those who are connected to me will benefit as well. Oh, my goodness. And then there's a whole other group of you. I want to thank God that you have just been committed to your family. (laughs) Oh, I could tell so many stories of just how you just pressed through hard, hard times. Pressed through it, you just, you just have endured. You could have given up, but you hadn't. It's because you've committed your way to the Lord. I'm so grateful for all of us, all groups that I'm, I'm, I'm sharing for next steps. But those of you who say, you know what, I've been through it, but I am going to trust the Lord. I'm going to continue. I'm going to endure. I'm going to be like the scripture says. I'm going to remain steadfast. And even more than that, I'm going to abound. I'm not going to just exist. I'm going to take ground. It's hard, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to abound in the work of ministry. And I want to just pray for us all now. Our Father and our God, we thank you that you have given us, hallelujah, your Holy Spirit. I thank you for those who are trusting you, who are committing their way to you. They say, they're going to live their life for you. They want to know how to do it your way. Lord, would you grace them, grace us, grace us all to do it your way and to Put us in a church like this where people are not ugly to one another. I love our church, Lord. And I thank you that you continue to make it a safe place for us to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ together without condemning one another. I love that about this church, Lord. Increase that all the more. Because I know, Lord, that you're sending more people. And they just need big old arms wide open. They just need big old arms wide open. And people who understand What it's like to be ignorant and dark in certain areas, but then to be, by the grace of God, receive light and receive wisdom. Continue to make us that kind of church, (laughs) arms wide open to to, to people who are learning and who desire to, to be in your pattern, to be the kind of example that you have called us You have called us all to be for those who have been committed and who are weary. (laughs) Lord, strengthen those weary heads and those weary hands. Strengthen, Lord. Strengthen. Holy Spirit, we ask for an impartation of your comfort. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Strengthen those weary hands. Hallelujah. And send more breakthrough. Send more breakthrough through your tender mercies. Especially give those, Lord, some incredible testimonies today and for the rest of this year like you did last year. (laughs) But, Lord, we know we don't want to insult you. So I'm just believing for us all greater, 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 greater heart knowledge of who you are. Heart knowledge that leads to hands and feet that do things that make people see you. Strengthen us all in our commitment for our friends right now, Lord, who are just being bombarded with ideas of divorce. We cancel every single lie. We cancel it. In the name of Jesus. Break through, Holy Spirit. Break through, Holy Spirit. Break through, Holy Spirit, and strengthen those marriages and put the testimony of Jesus Christ as a witness in their mouths and let them say, Oh, it looked like this. But God, but God, but God, but God, but God, to the parents who are wearied from from, uh, strained with kids, who are strained with their kids, Lord, would you do as you say you would do the scripture? Turn the hearts of the family to one another. Turn the hearts to the family of the family to one another. Do that, Lord. Grace, 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 and more grace. Grace, 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 and more grace. Grace, 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 and more grace. On us all, on us all, on our thinking, on our decisions, on our choices. Grace, grace, grace. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Now, the Lord does bless you and keep you. The Lord makes his face to shine upon you and to be gracious to you, to give you peace. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Let's enjoy Jesus and let's excel in love. God bless you, family and you love, 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 love Jesus, love this Valentine's Day. Woo-wee, I cannot wait, I cannot wait for more of what God has for us. Amen, amen.